0: Thank you for tuning in to the Calm and Connected podcast. If you are more of a visual learner, you can find this podcast on YouTube. Either way, please enjoy. Hello, and welcome back to the Common Connected Podcast. I'm your host, Janine Halloran, and on today's episode, I really want to take a little bit of a closer look at how I use zones of regulation and coping skills, and the connection between the two of them, and how I like to work with zones and coping skills when I'm talking with kids that I'm seeing. So when I speak, whenever I go out and I speak to an audience, I tend to ask, what sort of social and emotional learning programs are you using? Just because I want to know what people are interested in, what people are learning about what strategies they're using, what systems they're using. So, I've hear a lot about second step, responsive classroom, open circle, restorative justice, but I've also been hearing that schools are using something called zones of regulation, which I've talked about before based on that amazing book, and it's a way that they can meet the social and emotional needs of their students. So, I've talked about how much I love zones of regulation before in my blog, and then even more recently on episode 90 of the Calm and Connected podcast. So, I wanted to share a little bit more about how the zones of regulation and coping skills combine. So, just really quickly, as we review zones of regulation, it's four shapes, it's based on things that we normally see out in the world. So, the blue rest sign a square, represents the feelings of being tired or sick. A green circle, which is like a green light ready to go, I like to think of it as ready to learn, calm, happy. A yellow yield sign, that is feeling worried or frustrated. And then there's a stop sign, a red stop sign and that's angry, explosive, overwhelmed. Those are the four zones that people tend to use. And what I like to do when I work with kids in do zones is first we do this activity where we talk about the different feelings and we put the feelings in zones. So we use a lot of different feeling words and we try to talk through, well, where would this feeling go? Where do you think this feeling would, what zone would this be in? So we really have an understanding of this feeling can equal this zone and it makes it easier for kids to then label like i'm in the yellow zone i'm in the green zone i'm in the blue zone it feels like it separates them a little bit from it it doesn't it feels like it's easier to say sometimes i'm in the yellow zone i'm in the green zone i'm in the blue zone versus i'm angry i'm tired i'm frustrated it it feels a little bit easier so what I like to do is when I talk with kids about what zone they're in, then underneath, I'll take the zones on a piece of paper. Underneath, I will start to write down what strategies will work for them in each of those zones, what coping skills they can use to get back to the green zone. So green zone, I always think of is like home base calm, happy, ready to learn. But sometimes you get into these other zones and that happens. So the goal is to get back to ready to learn, to calm and happy. So what do you do when you are in the blue zone? What are your coping skills to help you get back to green? When you're in the yellow zone, what are your coping skills to get back to green? When you're in the red zone, what are your coping skills to get back to green? So usually the coping skills are a bit different in each zone because each zone represents different kinds of feelings. So I really do appreciate talking about labeling green, calm, and ready to learn in the school setting or in a group counseling setting because it really helps kids understand it's easier for me to learn when I am calm and relaxed and happy and not stressed. And I think I mentioned this before in previous podcasts, but zones is pretty easy to set up and for people to grasp it. And I think that's why so many schools are using it. It doesn't take day-long trainings to be trained in how to use zones. It's very simple to explain and it's very simple to set up in a school all throughout the building. If you have these four shapes, kids and you explain it to kids and you explain it to the grownups, it's very easy to pick up. So it only takes a few minutes to explain, and then you're on your way to helping kids labeling their emotions, which then helps them with their self-regulation. And there are some amazing lessons out there in the world using zones as a foundation. So if you want to, you can go on to Pinterest and sort of start taking a deep dive on there. Just search up zones of regulations, group counseling lessons or whatever you want to use. And you can see some really creative things that people are doing with zones of regulation, helping kids learn how to identify their emotions and deal with them in safe and healthy ways. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you like it, please take a moment and rate us and review us wherever you listen or share it with a colleague or a friend you think who would enjoy it. And always, don't forget about yourself. Take a few minutes, have a little fun and have an awesome day.